2: yesterday and today. 1984, Episode 1, Sleepless Nights. In this episode, we will cover the month of January.
1: And Happy New Year. It's 1984.
3: George Harrison see the future future now is a good cup of tea in the hotel and uh you know the future is always the now for me I just um hope I can continue to live a little bit longer and uh come more in touch with the reality that lies within us all
4: The leagues, the floorboards could run. About to go down, I'd almost forgot that all I got to do is to, to love you. All I got to.
2: On January 3, Paul, Linda and family depart London's Heathrow Airport en route to New York. They spend several days in the Big Apple before flying off to Barbados for a two week holiday. A few days later on January 6 in America, Polydor Records released the single Nobody Told Me by John Lennon. The song was written in 1976 and recorded in 1980. It was then given to Ringo to record on his album Stop and Smell the Roses. Ringo felt the key was way too high and never recorded it. The mention in the lyrics of the little yellow idol to the north of Kathmandu comes from the poem The Green Eye of the Yellow God by J. Milton Hayes.
4: D-ball. There's Natchez in the bathroom Just below the stairs All of something happening And nothing going on there's All of something cooking And nothing in the pot They're starving back in China So finish what you got Everybody's flying, i never touch the sky There's UFOs over New York, and I ain't too surprised
2: song is a top ten hit, peaking at number five in the U.S. Billboard Top 100 charts and number six in the U.K.
3: On January 19th, the long-awaited album featuring six of the last songs recorded by John Lennon will be released by Polygram Records called Milk
0: and Honey
2: with the upcoming release of a new album by John and Yoko. Over in Tokyo, Japan, Yoko, still on holiday from last November, offers to give an interview for the BBC Radio 1 program on January 14th called Life Without Lennon, with host Andy Peoples. December the 8th,
5: 1980, is a day written into musical history, the day that Liverpool was deprived of one of its greatest sons, John Lennon was gunned down in New York. The world wept, and still today finds the incident totally unacceptable. For his widow Yoko Ono and son Sean, life over the past three years has been full of pressures, social, financial, and emotional. Now a new album, Milk and Honey, gives us a chance to hear the six remaining songs completed by John around the time just prior to his senseless murder. Yoko Ono's invitation to Radio 1 to talk to her initially involved a trip to New York, but for a lady used to the nomadic side of a high-powered life, the venue turned out eventually to be her birthplace, the Japanese capital Tokyo. After 18 and a half hours of flying and a good night's sleep, we met in her hotel apartment, high up on the top floor of the Okura Hotel, where she and John had spent so many happy times together. For both of us, coming together face-to-face for the first time since that fateful weekend, this was an emotional moment.
4: A one, a two, a one, two three, four. This here's a story about a husband who, you know, just has to get out of the house. He's been looking at, the, you know, the kids for days and days. He's been watching the dishes, he's screwing around and watching Sesame Street until he's gone
6: crazy.
4: Woke up this morning, losing. Peace.
5: Tokyo. is it good for you as somebody whose roots are in this country to come back here to japan and actually to spend time here in tokyo uh
0: yes andy maybe so but uh when i really think about it to me tokyo now means john <laughs> you know because it's john and the family kind of i never wanted to come back to japan it was boring for me i was brought up here and so many memories and When Sean was born, and John and I decided to show Sean Tokyo, in Japan, the other route, so to speak, I was dreading it a bit. But when we came here, we enjoyed it so much, and the way I enjoyed it was through their eyes, really, you know. They were so excited, and so I thought, oh, good, you know, it's great, and the family's happy, so I'm, I'm glad, you know. That's how it was. (laughs) <laughs> we used to always have little jokes, you know, and um, John used to always say, well, my, my dad's small, but uh, he's bigger than your dad, you know. <laughs> <laughs> the
5: thing that I always remember about three years ago is that we came to visit you in New York, and we had that wonderful talk in the studio, and we went out for dinner. And I came back, and I said to everybody, they were so happy, so in love, so obviously totally crazy about okay. each other. And and this, apart from anything else, and I said you, to people, you don't understand. I was with them. We spent time with them. You've got to understand that John looked fit, looked happy, was incredibly creative. I mean, I remember him saying to, to me in front of you that he wanted to come to England and tour. Uh, that, to me, was the biggest tragedy of all. I mean, if I'd come and found him depressed and perhaps not so happy, then you would have said to yourself, well, this is dreadful, but... But there was no but, was there? No,
0: there was no but. And, uh strangely enough uh, maybe that shows how the world is now and uh, that um, people are so depressed and so cynical that they like to maybe believe that there, there wasn't anything that beautiful we weren't claiming that we walked on water or anything you know we were just claiming that we loved each other but still people like to sort of knock that down you know so if that hurts them to know that some people were in love with each other. Well, it's a, a very sorry world in a way. The, the most interesting thing is that it was actually true. It was genuinely true and beautiful, and I was very lucky to have experienced it.
5: how much we we missed him and how shocked britain was i mean there you were in america when we got back to britain and we arrived back at 6:30 in the morning and we'd flown during the night i don't know whether you know this and we arrived at heathrow airport and we made phone calls and we were told what had happened and we just we just could not believe it and on english radio that morning you moved the dial on the radio and everywhere was john singing on every station, even even on the radio stations that normally don't play music, there were John's records. I mean, it was just astounding. But his loss in Britain, let alone in America, and the tribute that you had in Central Park—I mean, just absolutely shattering, really shattering. When you had time to sit back and think about all the tributes, you must have been very, very touched.
0: Well, I don't know. I mean, the, the people that went through this thing with me must know how I feel, but. I I thought that I would be the last person to sort of uh, be like this, meaning after three years still feeling very involved and um, still feeling that I can't get over the whole experience. I think that they will understand it because many many of you probably are feeling the same way.
7: castle an neurotic lives in it. I don't know what to do with my sanity when the world's at the verge of calamity. Oh, sanity. Oh, sanity. What am I to do? always standing behind me like a devil in hell sanity sanity why don't you let me go let go let go cut it out
5: when you came to London, Yoko, you were there, I know, on business and it was to do with Apple. Do you, do you find that this whole thing with Apple and the organization and everything that I remember John telling us over dinner that night, some of the extraordinary things that had happened, I mean, do you sometimes wish that it, that it would go away? It must be a terrible strain still having to sort out things which, basically, business-wise, are in the past, aren't they? You shouldn't really still have problems with it.
0: That's true. There's life that I have to take care of, but uh, in a way... <clears throat> I think that I I, I should because uh, John would have wanted me to do it, especially for Sean, too, you know. Mm. And so I'm not complaining. It's fine. I'll do it. And also, the business side is really very heavy. But um, the artistic side of responsibility, uh, a mixture of... It's not so much feeling like it's a hassle no it's a challenge and also sad that he can't do it himself but i feel that it's good to do it
5: what about the relationship for instance with paul mccartney i mean how are things between you and him now do you speak to him fairly regularly
0: well there are many people who would like to know about those things (laughs) since um the press caught on that we met all four of us, uh, December, was it? Uh, but uh, I would like not to go into that at this point because it just wouldn't be fair to the others either. Hey.
4: Everybody had a hard year Everybody had a good time Everybody had a wet dream Everybody saw the sunshine Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. There's a pleasure of, for instance, milk and honey. The pleasure that, yes, well, I've done it. So uh, one load off my back, you know. If he was here now, we might have just changed our minds totally and (laughs) did something totally new. I wouldn't know. I went along thinking like we're still together and through our together eyes, and, you know, I felt that this was the right thing to do.
5: I've had a listen to them absolutely tremendous I mean they sound they're very studio you've got the count-ins and everything when I first heard it I thought now that's really interesting I wonder why Yoko perhaps didn't decide to cut the count-ins off but I mean I can go back to the 60s when he used to count in every Beatles song live on stage and that's Mm -hmm. exactly the feel you get it's very very good what about the musicians I mean were those tracks completely mixed before you actually came to press up the album which people are going to be able to buy very soon
0: What I tried to do was, this time around, so that this record, if you see the credits and all that, you'll see the engineers had a very large part in it. Basically, what I tried to do was maintain John's way of thinking and the way he sings. You know, the singing was the most important thing for me.
5: Tokyo this this city fascinates me I mean I can learn obviously from you better than anybody else who happens to be around at the moment Mm -hmm. and we started talking about it early on you were saying how much John loved it it's very fast and furious and it seems terribly organized and very clean it's very bright and sparkling and everybody here seems to have a purpose in life is that the way you see the Japanese as a race
0: no (laughs) 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 Uh, it's clean yes Uh, There's a very quiet side of it, don't you think? I mean, for a big city and and a very overpopulated city, you'd be surprised that when you walk around a city, it feels basically quiet.
5: explain to us a little why we're here because this has been a bit of a pilgrimage hasn't it for you
0: oh yes well uh this is a place called karizawa which is a summer resort a rather famous summer resort in japan and uh john and i came here every summer with sean and we enjoyed the place very much
5: you were saying to us when we were coming up on the train a marvelous journey which took about two hours mm. and which um, at one stage we had to change the engine on the train yes. to climb up the steep hill and through what was it 15 or 16 tunnels yes the yes. air is rarefied to say the least isn't it mm. we're pretty high up here
0: well we've never been here in the winter and we were always saying that uh, we'd like to come here in the winter too we never did though
4: nobody told me
5: Yoko, okay. I want to start by saying thank you very much indeed to you for your kindness for giving me and Doreen Davis, our producer, an opportunity to see a part of Japan that we never wow. thought we... Th- it's
0: my pleasure, Luna.
5: ...that we were going to see. Cut it out.
2: While Yoko was promoting the Lennon's album, Milk and Honey, back in New York... The McCartneys fly off to the Caribbean island Barbados for a two-week holiday.
6: Ladies and gentlemen, this is Captain Tobias Wilcock, welcoming you aboard Coconut
3: Airways Flight 3722 to Bridgetown, Barbados.
6: We will be flying at
3: an
4: height of 32,000 feet and at an airspeed of approximately 600
6: miles per hour. Refreshments will be served after takeoff. Can we pass your safety bills and refrain from smoking until the aircraft is airborne? Whoa!
2: On the island of Barbados in Bridgetown, Paul, Linda, and family settle into a private home called Potter's House in St. James Parish on the Caribbean island's west coast. On January 14th, the McCartneys are spotted and photographed having fun water skiing and surfing on a rubber raft. then on Sunday, January 15th... to Barbados for some
0: sun, but they ended up spending part of their vacation in court. The former Beatle and his wife pleaded guilty to marijuana possession after Barbados police raided their rented house and found less than an ounce of pot.
5: The pot was found in McCartney's vacation home. Paul and Linda were fined $100 each. The McCartneys paid a small fine and then headed back to the beach. Sir?
2: The news media didn't hesitate to cover Paul and Linda's misfortune as it came just four years to the day since McCartney's arrest in Japan. Local police inspector Alan Long said in a statement, We received a tip that they were in possession of marijuana. On January 16th, Paul and Linda appeared before Judge Haynes Blackman and pled guilty to possession. Paul's attorney David Simmons tells the judge, Paul is a very talented and creative person. People who have this talent sometimes need inspiration. While Paul and Linda returned to the beach that evening, in America on the same day, the American Music Awards was syndicated across the country. Michael Jackson was honored with the American Music Award of Merit. This year's recipient of the Award of Merit at 25 years old is the youngest person to ever receive this award. And for 20 of those 25 years, He has been an outstanding performer. And today, he is without a doubt the most talked about
1: performer in the world.
2: McCartney videotaped a congratulatory message to Michael. Hi,
3: Mike. Remember this place? You should do. Anyway, listen, uh, congratulations on getting the American Music Award. You deserve it. Uh, Have a great evening. I'm sorry I can't be with you and all that stuff. You have a great time and uh, don't drink too much carrot juice, will you? Congratulations, young man.
2: Over in Barbados the next day, January 17th, the McCartneys board a plane and arrive back in England at London's Heathrow Airport, where Paul is swarmed by reporters for comment. I was just um, caught with a small quantity of cannabis, for
3: which I was fined 200 Barbados dollars. Um, I don't hold any grudges. It didn't really spoil my holiday. I don't believe it's a terribly harmful thing to do, but I don't actually, if left to my own devices, I will prefer not say anything
6: about it. you a
1: problem getting back into the United States? you? Well, I, hope not. <laughs> I don't yeah. about
3: hope not. I jolly well hope not. Who shot you? Who shot you? I have no idea. Do you, you, have you, you, want you, want you I have no idea. Do you have trouble getting
6: that the news? Here? Oh, 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 the oh good no. What a good
3: job. Oh, Rob, get out of here. Can we get one thing straight, that whatever you think, and whatever you think I've done, this, I'm telling you, this substance, cannabis, is a whole lot less harmful than rum punch, whiskey, nicotine, and glue, all of which are perfectly legal. What about your, your, children? Children? What about your children, I would like to see it decriminalized, because I don't think, in the privacy of my own room, I was doing anyone any harm whatsoever. do well, you, so, what you think they send
1: you to drugs? Are you? I don't take drugs. I never sure. have taken drugs. Are you sure. going to? Were you worried about
5: being sent? Never safe? again. Never Were you worried about being sent? Yes, I know. So why did you do it? you mean
3: it this time? What? you mean it this time? Probably not.
2: Paul, Linda, and family then proceeded to their private plane to take them home.
1: As the McCartneys headed to their private plane to fly out of London airport, customs men moved in. They arrested Linda McCartney again. The charge was marijuana possession. Linda McCartney, the wife of pop singer Paul McCartney, was arrested at Heathrow Airport this afternoon and charged with possessing cannabis. She'll appear in court later this month. Paul McCartney and his family had arrived back from Barbados, where he'd been fined £70 for possessing a small amount of cannabis. The millionaire singer, whose record Pipes of Peace today is still top of the pops, told reporters he thought cannabis was less harmful than nicotine and alcohol. Linda McCartney was making light of matters when she arrived, but this was before customs searched her baggage. Paul McCartney came through the Green Channel to talk to reporters. At this stage, no one had been arrested. Paul's been in trouble with the law four times over drugs. With his international lifestyle, his latest conviction could create problems in travelling overseas. Do so you think it's going to give you a problem getting back into the United States? You well, have I hope home? not. <laughs> I jolly well hope not. <laughs>
6: Who shop- Somebody shot you. Who shot you? Right. I have no idea. I have no idea.
3: Do you have trouble you to cut that from the news? Here? Oh, what's what's no. What a good job. job? Good job. Oh, no, get right, out I love you all dearly. Goodbye.
1: The McCartneys then drove to their private plane. But back at the customs hall, their luggage was being examined. They were asked to return, interviewed, and searched. Mrs. McCartney was charged six hours after their arrival and released on unconditional bail.
2: Linda is ordered to appear before Uxbridge Magistrate's Court in Middlesex on January 24th. She could face up to three months in
1: jail and a $700 fine.
2: The couple get branded by the press as potheads, to which the late-night comedy shows in America have a fun time exploiting.
7: been reading that <laughs> pot smoking affects
6: your memory. <laughs>
1: Do I know you?
2: In America on January 19th, Polydor Records released the album Milk and Honey by John Lennon and Yoko Ono. This is John's eighth studio solo album and the first of the fabs to be issued on compact disc. A
4: one, a two, a one, two, three, four. This is a story about a house husband who, you know, just has to get out of the house. He's been looking at, the, you know, the kids for days and days. He's been watching the dishes and screwing around and watching Sesame estimate until he's going crazy. Woke up this morning, blues. Peace.
2: some people that uh, there's a sense in which it seems as if you're trying to prove something about your relationship with John at this point.
0: well first of all
2: because, because you've been subject to all these attacks these uh, uh, these secret stories real life seamy details
1: etc etc
0: especially after that you know if those stories came out I mean I don't think they would have you know if John was alive yeah, I'm
1: but quite sure they would
0: have if yeah. they had come out then John and I would have said, especially John, because John was very concerned about those things. Drop stepping out and let's drop sleepless night, because that would be misconstrued. Right, you exactly. Know? I didn't.
5: What am I asking for? John's songs, Yoko. Were they songs that you might have included on Double Fantasy? Were they songs that that he'd already done, perhaps with a view to the album, which which would have been the follow-up? How 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 do they come about being on the album?
0: Oh, they were all... No, no, it wouldn't have been on Double Fantasy. Double Fantasy was... Uh, we finished it and we felt okay, this is it, you know? And uh, we did sort of make a decision of, okay, these are songs that should go into Milk and Honey. In 81, I felt that I should immediately put it out. But uh, then it was too much, really. And I thought maybe it was just... Uh, rationalizing, but I thought, well, if it's this hard for me, it would be hard for <clears throat> the family to listen to it too, you know, so it's not like doing them a disfavor that I should wait, and then the next year, instead of going and doing it all right, actually, I was going to do Milk and Honey again, and I went to the studio, and uh, again, it was really, I couldn't deal with it on a professional level. I couldn't go through it listening to it professionally. So I thought, well, I can't do it yet. So last year, 1983, I finally managed to sort of put it together in a way that I thought would be all right to present. And uh, so here it is. But all the decision making was the hardest in this. particular album I think
4: okay let's go Un, deux, eins, zwei, hickle, hickle.
6: I just
7: can't face it no more. Every time I look
6: in the
0: mirror, I
2: don't see anybody there. Woo! I mean, you're damned if you don't. It, by, by simply sitting on the music and not letting people hear it. What does the damned if you do part have to do with?
0: Well, already I've been criticized at one. Why do we have to listen to Yoko's song again? And uh, is she trying to revolve John's name by putting it out? I mean, there are many ways of thinking yes, about it. Yes, I know. It. I know. That's know. why
2: I ask
5: the first side of the new album milk and honey you've heard john's songs i'm stepping out i don't want to face it and the current single nobody told me and yoko's composition sleepless night don't be scared and oh meet young sean ono lennon you like the
2: record yes
0: i love the record
2: why my favorite why do you just maybe you just love it because your mama made it mm-hmm.
6: Good sound and
2: everything. Oh, you like the sound quality? Yeah. Of it. you like production? Like,
6: Stepping Out is a
2: great song. Is it a great song mm-hmm. or is it just the way it sounds that you like?
6: It's a great song. You like, it's about
2: what? Oh, well, it's about um a, a father who never
6: gets to go outside. And mm-hmm. he runs through the door. Yeah, he was busy with his kids or something
1: Yeah. Like. Is there any special kid he was busy yes. with? Who? This little mm-hmm. ugly kid. <laughs> I saw him
6: on in in stepping out video, and he was only like five or four years old, you know.
4: When I was young. But now I don't
1: bother about that shit no more I know she loves me All I gotta bother about is standing up
4: all right
0: you can get out of that i'm not the type when you get a divorce or something to lament over the past relationship i never look back you know but maybe because this relationship was cut off when we weren't ready so right it, so it's almost like you know losing a lover rather than a husband. We, we could have done, and it's sort of meant to be done,
2: you know? The album Milk and Honey peaked at number 11 in the U.S. Billboard chart and number 3 in the U.K. album chart.
6: Maxie Leroy.
2: Yeah? What does he um, think?
0: He
6: loves the album.
1: He does, huh? He's
6: singing it all the does time. Does he
1: like the tunes, you think? You think that? You think it's the tunes that people like?
6: Look, I'm not Max Leroy, so I can't talk.
2: On January 22nd, Yoko and Sean leave Tokyo, Japan en route to London where they catch a flight on January 24th landing at Liverpool Airport. The Lennons visited some of John's old haunts, which include his Aunt Mimi's home on Menlove Avenue, where he lived as a child, Strawberry Field, Penny Lane, and Matthew Street, the side of the cavern where the Beatles' story took shape.
1: The widow of former Beatle, John Lennon, was in Liverpool with their young son, Sean. For him, and for the enigmatic Yoko Ono, it was the first visit to the city immortalised by the Beatles' music, and the fulfilment of a promise to take their son to see Liverpool. Strawberry Fields was the first stop, and although this was planned as a quiet and private visit, a posse of photographers had other ideas. A stroll down memory lane is not so easy when you're part of a pop music legend. Aunt Mimi's house, one-time Lennon home, is now a venue for yet another photo session. Their places made famous by Beatles songs, but for Sean and Yoko nonetheless, this is a special sort of magical mystery tour.
2: While in Liverpool, Yoko pledges to assist the city financially with the promise of a sizable donation going to the Strawberry Fields Salvation Army Children's Home. Also on January 24th in Uxbridge, England, Linda McCartney is ordered to the magistrate's court in the marijuana possession case. The wife of the former Beatle, Paul McCartney, was facing a maximum penalty of up to three months in jail, but the judge
1: showed leniency. Linda and Paul McCartney arrived early at the magistrate's court. The McCartneys arrived at Uxbridge in a chauffeur Mercedes and were immediately surrounded by the press. But in marked contrast, their last appearance at Heathrow Airport, the McCartneys refused to say anything before the court hearing. The mass ranks of photographers and cameramen were waiting for them. They seemed remarkably cheerful despite the difficulties they had reaching the comparative safety of the court building. When she appeared in the dock, Mrs McCartney looked very composed. She kept turning round and smiling at her husband Paul, who was sitting behind her in the public gallery surrounded by fans. After she elected for trial in the magistrate's court and pleaded guilty, the court heard how the cannabis was discovered at Heathrow Airport in two items of Mrs. McCartney's hand luggage. 4.9 grams of the drug was found with a street value of just £4.90. Most of the cannabis was contained in a film canister in the side pocket of a camera bag. A cannabis reefer was found in another side pocket of the bag and another reefer in a separate red handbag. A hearing which lasted just 13 minutes. Her defence counsel, Mr. Edwin Glasgow, said she was genuinely sorry and wished to make a genuine apology. And Mr. Glasgow went on to urge the court not to make an example of her just because she was famous. She is, said Mr. Glasgow, a thoughtful, likeable woman who has done far more for other people than those who sneer at her. And after a few moments thought, the magistrates fined her 75 pounds. As they left the court waving to the photographers, Mrs. McCartney said it was all much ado about nothing, but she was unhappy about being treated as a criminal when she was just an ordinary person. And with that, they were whisked away, the photographers in hot pursuit.
2: In America, on January 27th, on the NBC television this is network, NBC. Paul McCartney appears in a taped interview on the program Friday Night Videos next six videos will be a world premiere
5: video from Rick James and Smokey Robinson, The Pretenders, our exclusive private reel with Paul McCartney.
3: Uh, I, I like the idea of the, you do whatever you want to do. Whatever turns you on, whatever comes to you through the great magic, you do.
5: The Motels, Van Halen,
2: The Romantics, and more of the Friday Night Videos T-Shirt Giveaway. On the show, Paul talks Beatles, the album Pipes of Peace, and premieres a new video. Our private reel tonight is the two-part conclusion of our exclusive interview
5: with Paul McCartney.
3: You know, I mean, we seemed naive as the people. We weren't. Let me tell you, we weren't the least bit naive. It wasn't really naive. It's, you know, people have got all their theories about how it all happened, why it all happened. I mean, you take instances of uh, sounds on records. It'd be that we had a fund of records that we liked, and we were na- mainly talking about Black American music, really—R&B, M- Motown, early, early stuff. And really, all we would say, it wasn't naive at all. We'd just actually say, can you get that sound like on that record? There's nothing naive about that. That's very succinct, you know, that's very to the point. Um, it just seemed naive, because we kind of say, hello, you, with the mop tops, you know, and our image was always this kind of doo-doo. No, we weren't thick at all. I mean, you know, we'd had a little bit of education. Dangerous thing, Cynthia. The truth of the matter is, when John uh, died, uh, it was so weird, I think, for everyone. And obviously, for those of us who are near to him, um, it was doubly, triply weird, you know. And uh, we were asked to comment on it. And, you know, you you know what people wanted, you know, the great tribute, Yes. I can tell you, you know, and you look steadfastly into the camera. You tell, but none of us could handle that. It was all too crazy, you know, to actually just get up like politicians and be terrific in front of the camera. And when I was asked kind of what it was, what my quote was, I said, it's a drag. And that was about all I could mention, you know, it was all I could muster. Um, and that, when you put that down in cold black and white, it looks bad. You know, Paul McCartney on Astrid's comment said, it's a drag. And off he drove. You know, it doesn't look like i actually meant it
5: how long are you going to last well you can't say you, know. you can be big-headed and say yeah we're going
3: to last 10 years but as soon as you said that you think it's never lucky if we last three months i think it's good that uh, there is music around that's relevant but i don't think it's essential to be relevant myself i don't think there should be any uh, necessity to have to be relevant but if you want to be good luck to you and thank you I have a brand new video and I hope you enjoy it. It's so bad.
2: Paul's film about a bear.
3: Hello, my name's Paul McCartney, and this is my friend Rupert the Bear.
2: Say hello. Hello. George attends a flower and garden show. I've
3: got 35 acres of all laid out gardens.
2: And Ringo goes to
1: Washington. What song are you going to be playing with them? I've no idea. I've just arrived. have just arrived. They do run, run, I hope. Next on Yesterday and Today.
6: We don't like John Lennon and Yoko Ono. Um, buy it anyway.
0: Information or to contact the show, visit yesterday and today or email at yesterdayandtodaypodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Also visit at yesterdaypod on Twitter and search yesterday and today podcast on Facebook. See you next time.
8: You can head to our social media pages. That's Facebook.com/slash yesterday and today podcast, or Facebook.com slash third men. Or you could head to society6.com slash Kaminsky Family Podcast. That's society, the number six slash K A M I N S K I Family Podcasts. Yeah. Keep our lights on. I'm in the dark. <laughs> Dad, any words of wisdom? Hello? The lights just went out. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we need your help. <laughs> Buy stuff. Perhaps a coffee mug that you can enjoy a beverage out of while listening to our shows.
2: And if you haven't got yours, please send forth
8: in and get a free. One. all right <laughs> thank you dad all right we'll see you on the podcast folks bye it's audio you can't see Hopefully me that's